Wow, fantastic. Wow, isn't that just amazing? I love Martin. Where's Martin? Martin's in the room. Thank you so much for your church news. He's got such a calming voice and presence. I hope you feel really relaxed after that church news. As you see, there's loads happening. And if you do want to catch up, just go to lcf.biz and all that information is on our website and our Facebook channel as well. So as I I mentioned and as Martin mentioned, we are in this four-week campaign. We call it our church series and we are looking at all the different missions Uh, particularly the local missions that LCF partners with. Of course, we have international missions as well. But we just wanted to take some time this month to stop and to consider some of the amazing organisations right here in Luton that LCF have the absolute privilege of partnering with. And as Martin said there, today we are so, so blessed to have the amazing Chris Curtis with us. Would you like to come up, Chris? Chris is from Youthscape. Give him a round of applause as he comes up. And Chris, what we've been doing, we have been asking just some questions about your organisation and what you, what you do, who you are. So firstly, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us who you are and your role at Youthscape. Uh, well, hello everybody. It's great to be here and thank you for inviting me along, uh, getting me out the house. Uh, my name's Chris Curtis. Yes, I work for Youthscape. I'm the chief executive, wow. um, which just actually means I've been around the longest yeah, that, that's, a, that's an honouring title, isn't yeah. it? I think, yeah. And I think you said it's been four years, 2017, since you were last at LCF. Last time I preached yeah. here was 2017. I think we can all agree that didn't go so well. <laughs> uh, it's taken four years for us all to get over it, but it's time to move on. So one of the amazing things about church is we believe in grace and second chances. Yeah. So we're having Chris back today. Let's put the past behind us. <laughs> That's amazing. So you're the chief executive of Youthscape. So is that like the posh title for you, the boss? I, I suppose it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, you're very humble with it, Chris. So we'll, we'll, we'll say thank you for that. You're very un, unassuming and very <laughs> chilled out. So tell us a little bit about the founding of your charity yeah. and the mission. What is it and yeah. where is it from? If people are unfamiliar with Youthscape, I know some people in our church don't know it as Youthscape. They know it as Alset. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that and where you began and what your mission yeah. is? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it, first thing to say is it's, it's 26 years old as a ministry in Luton wow. and LCF was one of the founding churches. So its roots are right here in this church uh, back in 1993. Wow. The mission is, um, is really about helping the church completely reimagine how we work with young people. That's our heart. How does the church reach out to young people and connect with them in Luton and beyond? How do we disciple and help young people in the church grow up in faith? How do we we help young people who are facing overwhelming issues? And I guess the context, and really this is something that's become uh, probably more urgent in the last few years, is that overall there's a real decline in the way churches engage with young people. About three quarters of all churches in Luton and in fact the UK no longer have any kind of youth ministry or work with young people. Three quarters. So there's a massive challenge to to do that. So that the ministry is about... Sorry, I will finish the answer to this question in a moment. Um, This is why I wasn't invited back. You can see you're you're stuck here. um, We've got our security just waiting to take off. I've been taken off. The the ministry is about both reaching out to young people ourselves, and we do that in Luton, but what we also want to do is inspire and equip churches to do that. And that started in Luton, but in fact now our work remains... Its heart is in Luton, but we're actually connecting 
with churches right across the UK. And that, that's why I've known Youthscape. Uh, so I'm obviously not a Lutonian. I'm a Brummy by birth, if you can forgive me for that. But I've always known Youthscape as this national youth ministry. And it's only when I got to Luton here at LCF, I found out that really the heart behind uh, LSET, now Youthscape, was young people in Luton. And I think God has just blessed that ministry so much. It has gone nationwide. I think that's the, that, that's the sort of two worlds we live in, and I'm really proud of that. It's sort of, it goes deep locally. We're committed locally. We're working with, well, we're meeting well over 4,000 young people in the town every year. We're in schools, we're out on the streets, we're at Butte Mills, we're in churches. But we're also gathering churches. We've got a thousand youth workers coming together every November for our main conference. We did an online conference uh, just a couple of months ago, we had 10,000 youth workers join us over, over the, from not just the UK, but from Europe and beyond. And we're developing resources. We're trying to put things in the hands of churches that mean that you can connect with young people. And I think we all know the world's changing. We've got a sense that probably youth ministry shouldn't look like it looked when we were growing up. But the question is, so what does it look like? And that's, that's the mission that we have. Yeah, that's, that's so hard, isn't it? I mean, I'm still looked on as quite young at 32, but I'm so out of touch. Just a few years out of ministry, uh, youth ministry, I've been doing youth ministry. Well, for to be honest, youth ministry, uh, sorry, youth culture, the world of young people is moving so quickly. If you're 21, you're out of touch with what yeah. it's like to be a teenager. So, you know, it's, it's... So you're doing all right, Chris. Well, look at me. I mean, I'm literally a walking advert for M&S menswear. I do not look like your imagined uh, youth worker. But it's actually, it's, it's about, um, it's not about how much you necessarily understand about what young people are doing or listening to. It's about, it's about the simple things. It's about love. It's about listening. It's about giving space to young people. It's, those are the fundamentals. I think that's what I loved. I had the honour of coming down to your amazing venue at Butte Mills uh, just last week, wasn't it? And just hearing the stories of youth workers. And I think the stereotype of a youth worker is it's a slightly older teenager, but actually Youthscape empower people in their 60s and 70s and above even to be committed yeah. to young people. And I think we should never neglect that. We, we need fathers, we need grandfathers and grandmothers and mothers. And that's I, what I, youth work is. I, I mean, this is something I tend to believe even more as I get older. Uh, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, the, the most genuinely, the most effective youth worker I know is a guy called Jack Carpenter, and he's 84. He is absolutely the best youth worker I've ever met. So that, that tells you something about what really matters. That's brilliant. That's so good. So obviously, it's been a, a wild year and a bit now. So this little thing called coronavirus, it may have escaped your attention if you're watching at home or you're in the building. But tell us a little bit, from a Youthscape perspective and from your perspective, how have you seen Jesus work through your ministry here in Luton and nationally this past 12, 14 months? It's been, I mean, you know, let me tell you what you already know. It's been a roller coaster, hasn't it? And it's been, it's been devastating um, in, in really profound and deep ways. And uh, we've sat with young people who are dealing with massive loss, real loss in their lives. Um, but we have seen God work in some amazing ways. Back in the first lockdown in last summer, one of the things we found locally was that lots of young people who were off school in lockdown wanted to do something to make a difference. And they felt really like, what, what can I do? I'm stuck at home. So we started a project, uh, really small, really simple. We said, okay, here's what you can do. You can do something every week. Cook a meal for your family. 
and we, we set up a program where you could register. We would send you the ingredients. We'd create a video to show you how to cook. And literally hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of Luton teenagers started cooking for their families. We discovered, by the way, nobody likes aubergines. Uh, that was an early mistake. I don't think um, I've ever tasted an aubergine. It was, it was not good. But it was just so liberating, I think, for young people. And I remember one mum just telling me, her 14-year-old lad had just come alive by being able to do something as small as that. But then on the other hand, we've been dealing with some huge things. So young people's mental health uh, was a concern before lockdown. There's a real challenges with young people's emotional and mental well-being. But it's been devastating, and, and the impacts I don't think we fully yet have seen or appreciate. So we've been doing lots of work with that. We, do a, we run an online program for young people who are struggling with self-harm. And that we, we already are working with hundreds of young people directly on that. And th- those numbers literally doubled in 12 weeks. But then the other thing, and just sorry, just the other highlight has been um, we ended up uh, working with a group of young people to develop a program to help young people think about their mental well-being and, and getting healthier and dealing with some of the things that were going on. And we made some films and we created a curriculum and we, we worked with schools um, who back in September, uh, went, as they were get, young people were going back into schools, offered this program for students to, to engage with, to help them cope with the stress, the anxiety. I mean, some have, been, have been found it really, really difficult. And uh, that has just exploded in Luton and in Bedfordshire and actually around the UK. We've now had more than 40,000 young people take that program and complete it. In scale, it's been the largest thing we've ever done. We've never been able to contact and work with that many young people. So it's had those moments as well. I think we've said it here, like the year of obstacle has created amazing opportunities. And I'm sure knowing you a little bit and knowing the work of Youthscape, you'll take this and really innovate some of the things that God has been doing in this lockdown period and, and propel it into the future. So if people want to find out more, maybe they haven't heard of Youthscape before, how can they get in touch? Social media, website, how's best to find out more about yeah, what you do? I mean, actually, at this point, I mean, I'd say pop in for a cup of coffee uh, at Butte Mills and do that when we can and you'd be really welcome. You can knock on the door and say hello. Uh, But yes, at the moment, I guess I'm going to say the website, which is youthscape.co.uk. That's a good place to start. The other thing I thought I'd just mention is we're going to be talking a bit about volunteering today and about serving in mission. Uh, In a couple of weeks, on May the uh, 26th, we're starting an evening online course about how to step into volunteering as a youth leader. And it's the absolute basics for anybody who just feels like they want to just dip their toe into whether that could be for them. And all the details are on our, on our website. It's called Youthscape Essentials. And so that's an online program every week for a few weeks. And, and that's a practical way people might be able to get involved. Brilliant. We'll send that link out as well. I think we know our youth workers are here. He's putting his hand up saying, yeah, absolutely sign up. We'd love to have you involved at LCF as well. So we're going to hear from you in just a moment, Chris. Uh, Before we do that, though, we're going to take up our church offering. And let me just reiterate, if you're a guest in the building or if you're a guest online, this isn't necessarily for you. This is for our members and attendees. So please don't feel obligated unless you want to give uh, the link that will pop up just on the screen underneath me or on the screen here. As we do that, our worship team are going to serenade us on video. So turn your attention to the screen. And we look forward to hearing from Chris in just a moment. Thanks, church.